Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for listening today. You have found the Busy Mom Podcast. I want to say shout out to everybody who's listening in the shower right now and everybody who's on their riding lawnmowers and all of you moms who are surrounded by 17,000 pounds of laundry. Moment of silence for all your laundry. You got this. Uh, I'm really encouraged by uh, meeting so many of you out on the road. And if you're new to the Busy Mom Podcast, I'm I am passionate about talking to parents, especially mothers, about uh, the Word of God and what God says about what's happening in the culture, because God is not silent on the issues that this generation is facing. And uh, the Busy Mom Podcast is really a place for people to come and be encouraged that God is at work, that He's still on His throne, that His Word is relevant, and that you can train up your children to love and follow the Lord. And so this is really the heart here at the Busy Mom Podcast, and uh, we are just thrilled to see it grow the way it's growing. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. I'm back home now. Many of you know that I've been traveling for the last four months. Jay and I have been home for a couple of weeks now, hence the more relaxed tone in my voice. (laughs) So I appreciate everybody uh, hanging with me for those four months that we were out on the road. Many of you have asked how you can support the podcast. This podcast doesn't have any ads. I don't know if you've noticed that, but we are a support-driven ministry and a support-driven organization. And it would bless and encourage us tremendously if you would do two things, if you would pray, actually three things, if you would pray for us as uh, the Lord um, leads us and gives us opportunities to share his word and the hope that is found in Jesus through the podcast, we uh, covet your prayers. Also, we would appreciate your financial support. We will link back to the show in the show notes today. We will link back to a place where you can click on and support this ministry monthly. If you're interested in sending a check via snail mail, the old fashioned way, uh, please address those to Firmly Planted Family. It is the nonprofit organization that my husband Jay and I oversee, and that is P.O. Box 460, Battleground, Washington, 98604. Also want to remind you that we have a Bible study for families. If you haven't checked that out yet, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. You can find that at firmlyplantedfamily.org. And it's a fantastic opportunity for you as parents to get into the Word of God with your kids. So if you haven't checked that out yet, check it out, firmlyplantedfamily.org, and look at the Bible says we have four volumes of an eight, of what will be an eight volume series of Bible studies. So the first five books of the Bible are done, the Pentateuch, and we skipped ahead and we did the Gospels, and we're working on the next four volumes right now. So check it out, firmlyplantedfamily.org. All right, I am thrilled today because a a friend of mine, a really special lady that I have uh, grown to love and appreciate and admire very much is in the studio with me today. Many of you on the road have heard me talk about her and share her testimony a little bit. And uh, she's here today. And so, and the reason I had her come is because I'm going to address a little bit of a tender topic. And you guys know me. I'm not afraid. (laughs) Maybe I should be more afraid. My husband's looking at me like, you really should be more afraid. I I tend not to be afraid to jump into uh, deep water here at the podcast. I am passionate about the word. I'm passionate about 
uh, loving people the way God loves them. And on June 12th, many of you, I'm sure I would say 100% of you have heard that a gunman opened fire in a gay nightclub in Orlando and uh, murdered 49 people in cold blood uh, in the name of ISIS. So uh, an Islamic terrorist in a gay nightclub murdered 49 people that that God sent his son to save is really what it comes down to. And uh, it was something that we've been talking about as a country and certainly talking about as families and as individuals. And um, I had an opportunity just a little while ago because my friend uh, was here for the weekend, for the 4th of July weekend, because, you know, we like to party like that. And uh, her name is Judy. And so, and Judy has a, a connection to this to this uh, story because she was involved in the homosexual lifestyle. And she has a story of redemption to share with uh, our listeners for the next couple of days. So I asked Judy uh, to come on the podcast and uh, let me just talk to her about her life and her story and what God's done with her and where she's been and where she's going. And I think you will be really, really encouraged. So a little bit of a warning, if you're listening to this with like your, you know, six or seven year old kid, and you don't want to be, you don't want them, you don't want to broach the subject of homosexuality with them, this might not be the podcast for you. But for everybody else, I hope that you will share this widely on social media. I hope that this is a conversation I think we need to have. So I want to introduce you to my friend, Judy Hill. Judy, thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's fun to see you like across the microphone, woman. I know. This is really weird, but here I am. (laughs) Here you are. This is what happens when you come to my house for the 4th of July. I guess so. That's right. Yeah, I hold you hostage and I make you podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) It's working. It's working so far. It's working so far. So Judy, tell me a little bit. So I'll just let our listeners know, I met you in the fall of 1999 when my husband took a job at a church in Northern Washington state and you happen to be at that church. So I want you to give our readers a little bit of an introduction um, into your life, a little bit of your your background. Because when I met you in the fall of of 1999, you were a baby Christian. I certainly was. So how old were you then as a baby Christian? probably about four months old. Okay. So she's a four-month-old baby Christian. And so you're just, you're finding out what does it mean to walk with Jesus Exactly. And what's my life going to look like now? And tell our, our listeners where you had, tell them, uh, us about your life. So you know, or or they don't know, I know, that you grew up in a Catholic home. That's correct. You had great parents, it sounds like. I a did. A pretty stable life. And a couple of things sort of started unraveling for you a little bit in your teen years. So maybe let's start there um, with uh, our, telling our listeners a little bit about uh, when those turn of events started happening in your life. Okay, when I was about 16, um, I got molested by a favorite uncle, mm-hmm. so that was somebody that I really trusted, and um, and I had always trusted him in my whole life. I mean, seen him all my whole life, and uh, he, there was a time when we were alone one time, and he tried to molest me, and I, I told him to stop, and he did stop eventually, but it shook me up yeah. pretty badly, and so... Did uh, talk to my parents about it. I actually talked to my mother about it, and she didn't want to tell my dad. Um, so it was never really something that I never really was able to express out loud or or deal with. Um, we just kind of went on with life, and so that was very hurtful. Yeah, and then later on in life, you experienced heartbreak like a lot of us do. I did. Yeah, I you did. had some 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 jerk of a man, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I didn't think he was a jerk then, um, <laughs> but he's a jerk now, man. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So he kind of broke my heart when I was just getting out of high school and somebody that I I fell in love with, first love, and um, and he ended up uh, 
dumping me, which was just really heartful. You know, it's it interesting. Just, I think we forget as a as grownups, you know, I've been married for 27, going on 28 years. I think it's easy to forget that heartbreak. It you really know, things, is. It really, it really can be. I mean, if I stop and think about it, there's some things that happened to me, which I will not be talking about on the podcast anytime soon. But I can think of relationships that I was in that you think it's the real thing and you think it's love when you're that age. And when it ends, it can be devastating. So you have... Um, you had this experience with an uncle that you trusted. Then you got into a dating relationship with a young man that you trusted. Mm-hmm. It turns out he wasn't really telling you the truth. Now let's fast forward to college. So tell me a little bit about that. So you go to college. Yeah, I went to college and um, I actually was in a uh, in a suite mate, which suite mate basically means that you share bathroom. I was in a suite mate with a, a gal and um, started having some type of feelings for her. She was very nice to me and I I just thought it was kind of cool that someone was paying attention to me. And, you know, when I was all kind of screwed up in the head because of these experiences that I had had. And so um, kind of scared. And so I went to who I thought would be able to help me, and that would be a Catholic priest because I grew up Catholic. And so I went to go see a priest and hoping he could counsel me, I guess. And, and, and st- you're feeling troubled. So you're having the same sex attraction with this with this girl and you're and you're troubled by it. So you yes. go to your priest. All yes, right. I go to my priest and so talk to him and he just kind of basically looked at me and said, "Well, my child, there's no hope for you." That's devastating. De- very devastating. I wasn't quite sure uh how to take that and um how I ended up taking it was like, "Well, if this is who I am, then this is the way I'm going to live." And uh and so that's what I started doing, just living a gay lifestyle out of that. And how old were you when this started? 19. So you're young. Very young. So young and impressionable. So I want to I want to kind of stop right there because I know that there's a lot of parents who are listening to this and they've got uh, children at home and they're afraid to talk to them about same-sex attraction. They're afraid to talk to them about homosexuality. These are things I think in, in uh, Christian homes a lot of times parents don't do it. We just figure, oh. Let's, you know, we'll leave that. We don't like to talk about the birds and the bees. I mean, I talk to parents all the time who are like, really, do I have to talk to my kids about sex? And my answer always is yes, <laughs> because your kids are going to grow up and you want their thoughts about sexuality and their sexual identity, which is such a hot topic in the culture today. We want that to come from God and from what God says about us. And we want to see ourselves how God sees us. And the Bible's very clear. He created us male and female. I've talked about this on the podcast many times. This translates into the transgender issue and all the things that are happening in the culture right now. And also in the issue of homosexuality, you know, you and I were talking about this, you know, over a, a bonfire the other night. The thought isn't what makes it sin. It's acting on the thought that makes it sin. And so when your children come to you and you're not a safe place to talk to, then where are that where else are they going to go? If they don't learn it at home, they're going to learn it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's very important that it comes from the parents. My parents never talked to me about it, and it was kind of a just something we didn't talk about. And so, you know, I kind of knew it was wrong, and I went to somebody I thought was a counselor, and he ended up telling me that there's no hope for you. And as my authority um, on these things, I believed him. Yeah. And so I started down this path and you never did talk to my parents and didn't really have anybody else to talk to. Wow. Um, so it was really, it was one of those things that I was kind of out on my own and I thought this is who I am. I thought I was born this way. I got those, those feelings, you know, I started putting, uh, childhood experiences to, to, 
um, to the homosexual lifestyle, and um, there you go. And really, it's a false narrative. Like we hear, and you, we can talk about this more, but this whole narrative of born that way. Yes. You know, um, and you have really strong feelings about uh, about that particular subject, which I, I'm excited to for, for you to share your perspective with our listeners, because a lot of people who are listening to this you know, we're buying into this narrative. And there are a lot of narratives that are being pushed on people today. And I want to just remind listeners today, it is, it's my goal at the podcast. And that's why I'm so excited that Judy's here to point you back to Jesus, because the answers that we need are found in Jesus. They're not going to be found in a psychiatrist. They're not going to be found in a psychology book. You can't find them on college campuses. It's the truth is only found in the word of God. And like we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, there is such a thing as truth and God defines it. The Bible says that God defined it. And so for parents who are listening and they're going, you know, wow, are these conversations I should be having with my kids? The answer is definitely Definitely yes. yes. Absolutely. Definitely yes, you should be having. And at age appropriate, you know, whatever is for you. And You know, for me, it's when it's been, you know, I'm a mother of seven. Mm -hmm. As you well know, you've hung out with my kids a lot. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I I start talking to my kids about issues of sexuality when they start asking me questions. So if my six-year-old was to come to me and ask me a question about – it usually starts with like a bodily function or maybe they see their nephew's diaper being changed or whatever and they'll say, you know, mommy. You're right. (laughs) And I just – I try to look as clear-eyed as I can to my children and not make a big deal out of it at all and just go, oh, yeah. That's, you know, your nephew and he has a penis because he's a boy. And the, and usually you can tell with it when a child um, has had enough <laughs> because they'll be like, okay, and they'll run off and go finish playing with whatever it is they're doing. And you know, okay, that's all that they needed. Well, when they need more, they ask you more. And as parents, we want to be a safe place for our kids so that when our kids have these questions, they can come to us and know that their parents aren't going to laugh at them or their parents are going to go, well, we don't talk about that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So yeah, I encourage uh, parents to talk about their children with this subject. It's very mm-hmm. important. It's uh, it's something that has never really been talked to in the past and it needs to be part of the uh, narrative going forward. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, so it needs to be. It really needs to be because... Well, if you don't, if we don't as Christian parents talk about this stuff with our kids, the world's going to do it for us. Exactly right. And that's yeah. exactly what happened in my case. Yeah. You know? So um, here you are. So I'm, so I'm going to, we're going to come back in a couple of days and we're going to, I want to talk to you again, but I want to leave our listeners with where you are right now. And then when we come back at the next podcast, we're going to talk about how you got from uh, entering into a homosexual lifestyle to where you are now. So tell me a little bit about your life right now. You're okay. married. I'm married now. I've been married for 11 and a half years. 11 to and a half years. Most godly man named Bradley. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just a leader in my home. And I, I love him dearly. And I'm so blessed that the Lord chose him for me. That's and, amazing. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm so happy for that. And so we. Is uh, it easy? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You were saying, you and I were talking about this the other day, because Bradley's been married a couple of times. Yep. So, and he was how old when you got married? He was 54. So he was 54 and you were? Almost 47. Okay. So you were telling me, this is such a great story. You need to write this. You need to write a book. <laughs> so this this uh, 47-year-old ex-lesbian marries a 54-year-old guy. Twice divorced. Twice divorced. Both of us alpha type personalities. So yeah, it didn't go well at first, (laughs) as you can imagine. So, um, But look at you, 11 and a half years later, and what a living, breathing testimony of the 
redeeming power of, of love, of the love exactly of God. And that's exactly what it is. It's Jesus Christ all the way is yeah. the only reason that we have been able to get through and uh, and thriving as a marriage. And Jay and I had the privilege of singing in your wedding. Yes, you did, yeah. which was great. One of my favorite memories ever. And you sang a song ever. called Sur- Surrender, and mm. um, you know, it's still taking time for me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're all doing that, though, aren't we? I mean, we every are. day we're getting up and we're choosing to surrender. Exactly right. right. And so, really, um, I'm, that's what we're going to talk about in the next podcast. Okay. If you would be, if if you would do me the the, the honor of coming back again, I want to. I want our listeners to hear how you went from living for sixteen years with a woman to uh, marrying a twice divorced fifty uh, four year old man and and fallen heaven have just fallen head over heels in love with Jesus. Would you come back and we can talk about that? I would love to. Awesome. I would love to do that. All right. So everybody stay tuned. You are not gonna want to miss uh, this next part of Judy's story because I'll tell you it's a tearjerker. I'm gonna try really hard not to cry talking to her. But God's done an incredible work in the life of my friend Judy. And I think you're gonna this is a story you're gonna want to share with everybody you know. So come back next time and we're gonna finish talking to Judy about her story at the Busy Mom Podcast. Encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.